Welcome to Wellness Connections with the Solutions Group, a passionate team of health and wellness experts that believe every workplace and every community can be a wellness avenue for positive change in the physical and emotional health of individuals. Our experience in workplace wellness inspired us to bring this passion and knowledge to the podcast stage. Sharing real-world stories and science-based practices, your wellness is an ongoing act of creation and we hope to inspire you on that adventure. Welcome to Wellness Connections with the Solutions Group. My name is Shane and I'm one of the co-hosts for our podcast. I'm coming to you today with another Wellness Bite, one of our short podcast episodes with information that you can implement into your life starting today. So today I want to talk about how we can be a model for wellness to our friends, family, and our coworkers. So working at the Solutions Group with our various client groups and promoting our wellness programs, we see that our participation is about 80 to 85% females. And, and one of the programs that we implement to help employees engage in our services is going to be our Wellness Ambassador program. What our Wellness Ambassadors are, they're basically our boots on the ground employees. So they're just regular employees. They're not a part of wellness. They're not a part of HR. They're just regular employees who have an interest in well-being, who maybe live healthy lifestyles themselves. They participate. They engage in a lot of the programs we offer. And they want to help their coworkers get plugged in and their coworkers engaged in these programs. And so we work with them to establish wellness ambassador programs where we provide these ambassadors with the res you know, resources and tools and materials that help them promote well-being to their coworkers, right? And so again, most of our wellness ambassadors are females, but we do have a good amount of male wellness ambassadors. And, and really, these are some of our strongest and most successful wellness ambassadors. And so what I want to talk about today is how they become successful and what they do. And what we mostly see is that they model wellness. They model well-being in their day-to-day lives, in what they do, and who they are. They're not necessarily the ones who are creating all these fun new challenges and programs and walking groups for their employees, but they're the ones who are just doing and taking care of their own well-being, and that in turn inspires others to join in our programs and take care of their own well-being as well. And so that I was I was researching this topic and it's something that I knew I wanted to talk about, but I just wanted to figure out how I wanted to convey it, right? And so I came across a quote by Andrew Carnegie and he was a, a very rich man and he had a lot to do with the industrial revolution. He worked in the steel industry and, and became, you know, a multimillionaire, created the, you know, Carnegie College and things like that. But so one of the things he said, he said, as I grow older, I pay less attention to what men say and just watch what they do. I thought that was very interesting. And, and that quote kind of sounded familiar to something else you might have heard before, something maybe we tell children as, you know, something like, do what I say, not what I do, right? Which is kind of the, the backwards way of saying it because we know we have to say, hey, do what I say, not what I do, because you're most likely going to pay attention to what I do. And so what I do is not necessarily correct. So please do what I say. But so people watch what we do, right? We can say one thing and do another. And there's that, you know, not that congruency in that with that person. And so you really hone on naturally and see what they do and who they are. And so that's why some of the most successful wellness ambassadors are going to be those who model wellness. 
And so being a model for wellness is different than being like a model on the runway, right? So a model on the runway, there's all this preparation and work that goes into it. And there's the attire and the clothes and the atmosphere and the music and the stage and the runway and all that, right? For this huge one big event. And then the models walk out and they do their thing on the runway and it's huge, it's extravagant and it's it's one and done, right? But being a model for well-being, it's it's all, it's all the time. You're always go, you're always on. And so thinking about that and how you can help inspire others, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's your coworkers, and just thinking, okay, if I'm going to be a model for well-being, this is something I got to do all the time because most likely people are always watching me and this is a way to help inspire others. And so what I was thinking about this and I came on two hard hitting points that you can take home today and you can start doing to start being a better model for wellness. And so the first one is going to be be consistent. So like I said, you know, some of our most successful wellness ambassador males are, are not those who are, you know, fancy and flashy and providing all these great new programs and resources, but they're the ones who you see in the break room every single day with their Tupperware, right? So they get their healthy meal, whether it's leftovers from the night before or something they prepared for the week, they've got their healthy meal and they're always in the break room every day at 12 o'clock heating up their meals, Right. And so other people see that other people notice it. they're, they're sitting in their break rooms and they watch, you know, John Smith come in with this Tupperware every single day. He heats it up. He either sits there or goes outside and goes for a walk while he eats his lunch or after, but he's there. Right. So then that's small talk happens. Hey, John, how's it going? Good to see you. That's about it. You know, Hey John, what's going on today? Busy day at work. Okay, great. Well, enjoy your lunch. But then those small connections start to get made and they say, Hey John, what are you eating for lunch today? John gets a share's meal. Oh, I'm having some leftover. We had some steak last night with a sweet potato. And then my wife put together a nice um, lemon vinaigrette salad, right? And so he shares this meal with them. Oh, okay, great. Sounds good. We'll see you tomorrow. Next day. Hey, John, that meal looked good yesterday. What are you having today? Same thing or something different? Oh, something different. You know, my wife made a real good stew last night in the crock pot. And so I'm just having some leftovers heating up, you know, some good beef, you know, a lot of veggies, carrots, peas, um, you know, potatoes, lots of good stuff in there, right? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So so your wife does most of the cooking? Oh, yeah, my wife, she's actually a registered dietitian. And so she cooks all these great healthy meals for us. Oh, that's awesome. Sounds good. Next couple of days go by, they keep seeing John in the break room. Next conversation is, hey, John, I've been trying to eat a little bit healthier. And you said that your wife's a registered dietitian. Do you think she, maybe she has some recipes or, or things like that that she can share with me? Oh, yeah, by the way, she does. That'd be great. Let me let me get your email and I'll shoot some things over to you. So by John being consistently bringing his meals to work, you know, his healthy meals in his Tupperware, he's in the break room every day, he's being consistent. And so by being consistent, he sparked that short conversation, which eventually turned into something deeper. And now that other employee is impacted into trying to change their own well-being, right? They know they want to make some changes. They maybe want to eat a little bit healthier. And so now they get plugged in to John and his wife. And now John's able to give them all kinds of great resources and things like that, right? And so being consistent in what you do, whether it's your lunch, whether it's physical activity. So let's say, for example, John... You know, he works out every day after work. And so he changes in the bathroom at work so he can go to the gym. He can be ready. And and so everyone sees him. Everyone sees John's got his gym bag slinged around his shoulder. And he when he walks out of the bathroom, he's got his clothes on, his shorts, his running shoes, and he's ready for his workout. He clocks out for the day and he goes and works out. 
you know, a couple days go by and, and we see John being consistent and going to the gym. And someone says, hey, John, looks like you're going to work out today. Where do you work out? Oh, there's this cool little gym right down the street. And the coworker says, oh, I had no idea. That's awesome. I have to check it out one day. Sure enough, a couple days go by. John says, hey, man, going to work out at that gym. And the guy says, oh, that's great. I just signed up. I just got a membership there thanks to our conversation. Boom. There you go. Now that coworker starts going to the gym. Him and John maybe work out together sometimes. But it's all because John has been consistent in working out every day. And he's allowing others to see him putting his gym shoes on and gym clothes on and go to the gym after work. And, and so he's inspiring others by his consistency, right? It, it would be weird if we saw John eating healthy every day and he brought his Tupperware. But then every Friday, John went to McDonald's and got a Big Mac and fries and a supersized Coke, right? That would just be, that would just be weird. People would think, well, maybe John's not as healthy as we thought he is, you know, or maybe John's not, you know, taking care of his his uh, nutrition well-being as much as, as we thought he did because he brought healthy lunches. His wife probably just makes him eat these every single day, and then he's he's free to go hog wild on Fridays. But so by being consistent, you know, people see that in you, and, and that's when the inspiration starts to tick in other people's minds. And then it starts to question, hey, maybe this is something I can do for myself. If John can do it, why can't I? So the first point, like I said, is going to be be consistent. So point number two is going to be you need to be open to questions and then be ready with answers. So like I said, if you're out there and you're being a model for your own well-being, whether it's your nutrition, your physical activity, your mental health, maybe you step away from your desk after a stressful meeting instead of jumping right in emails. You just go take a quick walk. Maybe you get some more coffee. You get some fresh air. You're taking care of your mental health and, and people start to see that and what you do. People are going to start to ask questions, right? They're going to start to spark these small little conversations with you. And, and, and whether it's it starts off slow, you know, people aren't going to come around and say, hey, John, let me get a, a nutrition um, regimen, a nutrition program from you. No, they're going to start small. Hey, what's for lunch today? You know, oh, hey, where do you go work out? What are you lifting today? What exercises are you doing? Oh, you're going to go for a run? How long is your run today? And the next thing you know, they start to really ask those deeper dive questions, right? Like they ask John hey, your wife's a registered nutritionist, registered dietitian. Does she have any recipes for me? John was ready, right? John has these things. He's being a model for well-being, and so he knows what he's doing. He's he's putting himself out there so that when somebody asks this question, he's already got a list of recipes from his wife that he can just email right over that coworker. So you got to be ready for these questions. You got to be ready for, you know, hey, hey, John, I've been really stressed out from work, and I see that, you know, you just handle your stress so well. Like, you just... We're in a room with a lot of C-suite executives and you were just pounded on those reports that you were get, having to get put out. But then by the afternoon, you were okay. You were back to your old chipper self and in, engaging with us and, and happy. How do you do it, right? And so you got to be ready. You got to say, oh, hey, there's this great mindfulness meditation course that is offered free through our wellness program. And so I've been doing some breath work and some breathing exercises on my lunch break after some of these hard meetings. I just step away. I go and sit in my car. I listen to this guided meditation. It really just chills me out, right? It's made a huge impact on my, my mental well-being. Let me send you that link so that you can get registered for that program. You got to be ready. And so really, I just encourage everyone, the easiest way to be help your coworkers, to help your family and friends and their overall well-being is to be a model for wellness. And it's a full-time job, right? You always got to be on. Just like, you know, they say, if you have children, your kids are always watching you. So, you know. Better watch what you do. Same with your well-being. So just be on. You're in this position. You're listening to this podcast most likely because you take care of your health 
whether it's you're just starting off or you've been doing this your whole life, you take care of yourself. So now let's help others. Let's be a model for well-being by just doing what you do, being consistent, being open to any questions they might arise from coworkers or family or friends, and then just be ready for answers. Be ready to help them. Be excited for them that they want to change their overall well-being just like you're doing. We hope this helped you out. We hope you become a model for well-being and, and just the impact that you can make on your small little circle of friends, family, and coworkers. We hope you join us for the next episode of the Wellness Connections with the Solutions Group. Again, thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this wellness snack episode and invite you to join us next time on the Wellness Connections with the Solutions Group podcast. For more information on the Solutions Group and who we are and what we do, visit us at solutionsbiz.com. Be well.